The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such should not be listened to by young children, anyone who lacks a sense of humor, or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive of my endeavors, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to A Harry From Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. And I'm Lansing Mike. And Boy Fargo is currently enjoying Palm Springs. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. I was seeing lots of pictures of him and cool and exotic locales and, and shorts and all that. So hopefully having a wonderful time. Uh, I think he will have a lot of fun in Palm Springs. Uh, I hope he... Uh, he can come back and tell us about his adventures without naming any names. Um, so, uh, been a couple weeks. Um, let's uh, get this one out of the way uh, quickly. A legend uh, in the world of gay and Broadway uh, passed away um, just after Thanksgiving. Um, and yeah, one of my favorite composers, Stephen Sondheim. Um, passed. Uh, apparently, it, yeah, he just didn't wake up after um, enjoying Thanksgiving with his family, which, you know, of, of all the ways to go, not waking up when you're 91, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> after, yeah, after a very, after a very good day. Yeah. Hope, I mean, hopefully it was a, a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hope. Yeah. The, yeah, in the reports I I saw, even at ninety one, the words "sudden" and "unexpected" were used. But mm. yeah, um, you know, I talked about seeing Follies uh, recently and really enjoying that. And it's here, I think we've got some one or two Sondheim songs planned for the spring concert. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. Uh, we we've sung his works before it, at least we've done a everything's coming up roses uh mm. tried to do that so yeah uh yeah great of the broadway um stage and new version of uh, west side story um coming to cinema soon so yeah should go see that as well um anyway ha- happier times thanksgiving how was your Thanksgiving, Mike? Oh, um, uneventful. I uh, family had to work, so I ended up working on Thanksgiving itself. Mm. So that was that. Uh, you know, did some stuff with friends the night before, so that was nice. Uh, you know, it was like conflicting <laughs> plans. Like, well, which group of friends do I want to do stuff with? And it's like, okay, I chose the friends who were just having really, really, really good food at their house, as opposed to the friends who were running around bars and it's like which would have been fun but i was not up to that <laughs> yeah yeah and thanksgiving is a holiday of food and so <laughs> oh yeah and yeah. i mean i wasn't doing like the traditional thanksgiving with my family mm-hmm. so it was more a matter of like okay well this is a chance to get all that traditional stuff in and oh my god it was they got the um they got their dinner and most of their sides from zingerman's deli in ann arbor so oh. 
it was it was really good um so that yeah that was uh so i hung out with them we watched some tv uh nerd stuff it was great drank some wine and just had a really nice wednesday uh then went home saw my mom and we just kind of hung out for a couple days and and the only real uh bit of gossip that uh comes from that is uh on my way home uh i come back on 69 and you know there's exit 105 and there's nice you know the lion's den uh <laughs> bookstore i'm like you know why not so i pulled in there on my way home and well way back here and uh literally just about an hour ago <laughs> and uh went in and uh saw what was on sale and it's like cool um Yes, they are the ones who I don't know if this is a was a conscious effort or somebody just screwed up, but they have this buy one DVD get one half off. Mm -hmm. So when I bought DVDs before, I bought like a couple that were thirty and a couple that were like fifteen. Well, they took the half off of both the fifteen dollar ones. I'm like, okay, technically that's right, but is that the way you're supposed to be doing it? <laughs> so, uh, so I I just kept myself down to the the ten dollar DVDs this time. Um, <laughs> It was, uh, they had quite a few of the, uh, the bound God series by kink.com. Oh yeah. That's I think a good that's series. The ones, isn't that the ones that are usually showing at uh DBC? Usually. Obviously. Yeah. Yep. That, those are in the rotation. You know, yep. you've got, so I so go ahead. Yeah, no, you've, you've got, you know, well-built aesthetically pleasing men in a variety of, uh, of rope and other types of bondage being worked over and, you know, sometimes we end up critiquing the bondage technique, we mm -hmm. end up critiquing the editing. And like, yeah, that's wonderful. That's beautiful. I'm sure he only lasted five minutes in it, in that suspension at a go. And that's why there are so many cuts. And also the thing is, yeah, and those, I want to see the, the, the binding happening. It's like, I'm, I want more of an instructional video that shows me how they got there. Not just like, oh, he's all bound up. And it's like, and. <laughs> Things are being done to his dick and his ass. And it's like, well, that's lovely, but I kind of want to see the binding. And it's like, okay. <laughs> it, perhaps as a, as a DVD extra, that, that would be a thing. Um, so, yeah, so that yeah. was, uh, yeah, my way back. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my naughtiness. They're now sitting in a bag in my car. I haven't even made it back home yet to to check them out. But, you know, I, I mm -hmm. do want to savor them. And I had to be careful because not all of them were marked at, ten dollars uh somewhere still the 34.99 i think original mm -hmm. price and somewhere 19.99 so it's like okay let me just be careful and it's like yes i found four of them this sounds good all right bought uh, a naughty calendar that shows dicks and it's like yay we're all set hey a dick a day calendar i i can get behind that uh so not, not, not that many dicks on <laughs> just one nice one nice dick a month that's 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 how it's allotted but dick a day, that would be lovely. Uh, that 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 would be lovely. Yeah, it could there's enough dick out there on the internet for free. You could probably come up with that. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, my Thanksgiving, um, my brother hosted uh for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, so I got to go to his place, see the uh, nieces, um, catch up with the sister-in-law's uh family who I hadn't seen since Oh, gee, since before my brother and sister-in-law went to uh, Germany. So five years, five years. Oh. Yeah, it's been a while because uh, 
well, let's do math quick. The oldest is seven now. Mm-hmm. They came back from Germany when she turned five because they wanted her in American schools. Um, and they were in Germany for two years. So, okay, so four years uh, since I'd seen that side of the family. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, they, my brother, my brother works for a German company and basically everybody rotates through the home office. Got it. Um, but, at but, his most level. but most importantly, how is the food? <laughs> the food was really, really good. Um, cool. They had two turkeys, um, mm-hmm. one that was brined and one that was smoked. Uh, and the smoked turkey turned out excellent. Um, and yeah, I got to yeah. enjoy um, her side of the family have mm-hmm. jello salad. As far as I could tell, it was uh, lime jello, walnuts, and Cool Whip. Unironically. Uh, yeah, yeah un- un- unironically. Just, okay. Okay. Yeah. Just, and it's it was, not horrible. It's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's very traditional. It, it, yeah, very traditional, delicious. And um, yeah, had some real, had a nice roast, roast veggies and uh, 10 pounds of mashed potatoes. Uh, with two pounds of butter in it, uh, <laughs> so that was that was really good. Uh, yeah, the the younger niece um, spent most of the time saying that she was a cat, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, uh, on all fours and climbing over one of the other uncles. Uh, she knows better than to try that with myself or with the vanilla husband. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, no, we'd fall down. We're, we're, we're not built like that. And joke to my brother. I do hope you have vi- really good, um, safe search on, uh, mm. cause if, if she looks up cat girl, um, she's going to get an education. <laughs> mm. I'm like, maybe give it another 10 years or so or more. Like, yeah, that, uh, yeah. That someone in kindergarten doesn't need to know all about the cat girls uh, on the internet. Um, but, you know, it's good to see everybody uh, again. And, you know, uh, everyone is, all of the adults were fully vaccinated. Um, and the older, and both of the nieces had their first shot. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, they, yeah. Brother was, soon as first day, he's like, okay, where, when? Let, let's get my kids taken care of. Um, yeah, it's not like the, the Christmas plans for my family are kind of back to how things were before and gatherings. And I'm, like I said, I'm vaxxed and boosted. And uh, ho- and hopefully by then, uh, Moderna will have done the testing to find out if uh, how effective theirs is against the, the new strain, Omicron, that's now popping up, it turns out. So Yeah. So and- people are watching, listening to this in the far, far future. You know where we're recording it. It's like, <laughs> oh, Omicron, that was nothing. They're fine. Or, oh, God, this is the beginning of that section of the pandemic. It's like, yeah, so either way, future, uh, you, don't, you know more than we do at the moment. Yeah. L- last I heard about Omicron is more transmissible, but less deadly. Um, okay. But... It- it's very early days um, for, for that. And, but it's also been generally said that as mutations occur, 
those are generally the, the two directions that mutations tend to go in because the virus wants to survive. And if you kill your host too quickly, you can't pass on. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, so I, I have not gotten boosted yet. Um, I should schedule that soon. Um, but I've also heard from others who have gotten Moderna that, um, that shot three has been really rough. Okay. Um, I, I, so I'm the counterpoint to that. I got my third Moderna and it was about the same, a little bit of sore, actually even less soreness in the arm this time. Okay. So, so I'm, I mean, I, I'm just one point in many data points. If you're hearing from multiple people talking about it, yeah. I, or maybe the people who had nothing just kept quiet, but yeah, I, it was fine for me. Okay. Yeah. I'll, which of course makes yeah. the hypochondriac in me say, did I, get, <laughs> did I get the real shot? Did they give me the kitty version? I don't know. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. No. And the thing no. I'm bothered about is I could have also got my flu shot at the same time. And I'm like, well, I heard you're not supposed to get both. And so I didn't. And now everyone's saying, oh, just, you just don't get them in the same arm. I'm like, oh, and I oh. could have been infected from the flu too. So I'm going to have to deal with that. Get that because I, I'm going because with COVID, I've always been kind of lax about getting the flu shot because I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm fine. I'm fine. But now I'm like, oh, no, let's use this technology. It's there. It's available. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I have had my annual uh, flu shot. Got it when I got my uh, physical. Um, mm -hmm. So that was, yeah, back in October. Oh. Um, so, so, but did yeah. you have any, oh, sorry. Did you have any uh, fun, fun over Thanksgiving? Not over the Thanksgiving weekend, but before. Okay. I had another pleasant session with Sling Bear. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the Friday after the um, potluck, which, mm -hmm. yeah, we already talked. Yeah, we, we talked about the potluck yep. already I, on the previous yes. episode. So, so after that, um, on Friday, he messaged me and said, uh, the, uh, the gentleman that I plan to meet with today fell, fell through. And now I've got a four day load building up in my balls, <laughs> to which I responded, well, if you think you can make it to five days, uh, I, I can take care of you on Saturday. It's like, I, I will do my best. <laughs> so yeah, Saturday afternoon, headed on out to sling bears, um, saw him as usual. He was already in the sling, um, and three of his four limbs were immobilized as usual so go go ahead and get the fourth one locked in and he was nice enough to uh put down towels under the sling and i'm like oh good we're he, he's open for that so yeah gave him gave him a nice hosing down uh which, which he seemed to enjoy and yeah I'd, I'd been holding um basically since jackson um so i, I had plenty to provide and yeah, if I hadn't seen those, like uh, one minute and yeah, w would have relieved myself uh, elsewhere. But yeah, um, you know, I knew he had, you know, he hadn't come in five days. So I'm like, I want to take this slow, as slow as I can. I, I want to make this last. And darn it, I tried. <laughs> but I'm like, okay. 
let's see, can I get him fully hard and then, you know, slow down, back off, tease him. As soon he was, as he was fully hard, he's like, I'm going to come. I'm like, hmm. well, <laughs> not, uh, yeah, guess, guess we have to go really slow uh, on that. And yeah, even then. Um, so yeah, I backed off from that. Um, and you know, more touching worked his hole a bit and I'm like, okay, let, let's try again. And yeah, got him. He's like, I'm going to come. I pulled my hand off and no, he was coming. So mm-hmm. I put my hand right back on. Cause I wanted him to enjoy this orgasm. I, I didn't want it to be a ruined orgasm because after five days, that's just me. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, not what he's into, not really what I'm into. So, uh, oh yeah, got just the massive load of cum out of him. And then I kept working him, see if we could get two. Um, not so much. He ended up, uh, pissing instead. And I'm like, okay, I can roll with this. So yeah, glommed on and enjoyed some nice piss in and on myself. And he was a very thankful bear. Um, with that situation, that. it almost seems like oh, sorry, it almost seems like it could have been a. Uh, well, I have no idea if he's capable of coming hands free, but if he is, that would have been possibly the the you know a a good session to try that out with. Yeah, that I, I don't know if it's have tried that. I, I think yeah. it's one of those things that you know you you see it in videos and such, or people talk about it, but I think it's much. Yeah, you have to be a wired a certain way, I think, to pull it off. You do. And yeah, your other parts and pieces have to be sensitive enough to be able to get that off. Um, so, and then, yeah, had, had a lovely, lazy afternoon um, just hanging out with him and, you know, be, being comfortably naked with each other. Thought maybe we'd end up going for another one, but that didn't happen. But oh well. Then, also had more fun. Um, yeah, Bravo uh, invited me over uh, one night, and he said, "I I have a nice puppy here who who would like to get fisted. Do you know anybody with small hands?" I'm like, "Yes, I do." So I I went over um, and played with this very nice puppy and as we've brought up before um so one moment yep just had someone walk in the room (laughs) and i didn't know whether it's like okay i want to tell you that hey there's something going on but then it was like oh um yeah i was yeah i was it was funny just he just walked in and it's like hey and it's like i'm recording and he's like oh shit okay sorry (laughs) so yeah so uh yes puppy Yes, uh, puppy at Bravo. Wearing headphones, wearing headphones, so it's like okay, you know, <laughs> he's not hearing anything. There's nothing on the screen. That's but it's just like yeah, it's like okay. Uh, yeah. Yes, puppy at Bravo's, and yeah, as we've mentioned before, uh, Bravo has gained this reputation as a foreskin magnet. Okay, um, and yes, puppy, the puppy was uncut, and that was a, a wonderful bonus. Um, now this is a, a new puppy to you. I have played with this puppy before, but it has been a while. And oh. yeah, puppy asked that he only be referred to on the podcast as a nice puppy. Um, okay. So a nice puppy. Cool. Uh, 
a nice puppy with a foreskin. Um, but so yeah, I greased up um, and went to go in, and I just whoop, slipped right in, and puppy was surprised. I was able to get right in because um, mm-hmm. he's not he hasn't been able to take really big toys. He's not that experienced. And, but yeah, when I was in, he was Mm -hmm. remarkably responsive and that was, he was my favorite type of bottom one who I, I I can't say he was fully present, but he was reactive and he was Mm -hmm. not shy about letting me know what was what was working for him, what wasn't working for him, um, and being able to use that feedback to give him more of what he wanted and give him more pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, wor- worked him over until my arm got tired and then uh, had a nice puppy puddle of the, the three of us just holding and touching um, and just gently caressing each other. And, oh, that was nice to, mm. yeah, just be together casually in that space and just holding on to each other. And yeah, need more of that. Need, need more gentle touching. Um, yeah. And <laughs> ended up watching, um, Yeah. Food Network home bakers make Christmas cookies. Nope. Yeah, it it always seems like Food Network is the the entertainment of choice of Bravo, which is not a complaint. It's just an (laughs) observation. Watching these reality show cooking competitions, and when you see the disaster coming, you you know, all right, you're not going to win this. This is going to be epic. Oh no. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it, and yeah, talking about the editing of it all. <laughs> um, so yeah, and since then, Puppy and I have messaged back and forth, um, some more. So I think I'll be getting back, um, into his lovely accommodating hole and doing more wonderful things with him. So yay, more playmates and more popularity. Um, yeah, and in talking to Bravo, thinking that he, we need to work on um, getting something going for Lansing. Um, I mean, we've yeah, we've talked about that for a while, and I think the key will be uh, finding uh, accommodating host. You know, a good a yeah. good place because you know it is kind of a interesting mix. It's like it's for some things you can use, like you could make an agreement with a bar or a business, but just because of the nature of it, it there's, it's more than simply a bar night. You know, there needs yeah. to be a level of privacy and all that. And also you have to find the people who'd be willing if you wanted a space or you have to have that person who has just the right house that it's, you know, again, uh, easy, you know, enough parking, easy to find accommodating the host themselves are comfortable with, you know, possibly having quite a few people, maybe even some strangers showing up to, you know, do things. So it's like, it seems to me that would be the hardest find is just finding the place. Cause once you have the yeah. place we have, you know, the word of mouth network, I think would work really well. Oh yeah. 
and uh it, you know figuring out a time and you know a day and time that's just scheduling but yeah it's it's that it's that place and you know and we're experienced enough to know you know what kind of guidelines what sort of rules what sort of expectations to get out there to tell people and such so you know we're, it's not a bunch of newbies who are like oh this would be really sexy and fun let's have an orgy a huge giant orgy and it's like have you planned one before you know what's involved it's like i'll do thanksgiving all on my own yay yay no No, but how bad can it be i've seen thanksgiving done oh god um (laughs) that was was someone else's story uh, i i heard from there a a uh i think a niece who decided that she was going to have thanksgiving some one year and she had never really cooked before it's like how bad can it be and uh, oh no! It wasn't that horrible, except for the fact that the turkey was still frozen inside because they hadn't taken it out of the freezer early enough. So, other than that, I think it sounded. <laughs> I'm sure there are other things. But, so, yeah, same thing with this. It's like I think enough people are organized and experienced enough that yeah, we could put on a pretty nice little thing. Uh, but yeah, it's like finding finding the place will be the I think the the tricky part in that. Yeah. So somebody needs to uh, someone needs to win the lottery or mm-hmm. make a whole bunch of money uh, mining crypto and getting you know it doesn't even have to be a large house but yeah one that can accommodate a dozen people and mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm thinking about you know my brother's house um, that's you know out in suburbia um, just has this huge finished basement and you know a really long driveway to it and Mm -hmm. i'm like that would be wonderful that would be perfect except for the fact that a my brother's living in it and b it's in suburban detroit rather than lansing but if we could find something like that Mm -hmm. uh yeah that would that'd be beautiful i i i have a feeling that it's gonna happen I'm putting this out oh, into yeah. the universe that sometime in 22 um, that someone is going to have be able to have at least a party like this. It it may end up being just one and we find eh, this doesn't quite work. We'll, we'll keep working at it. But yeah, some sometime this year um, it, it's going to happen and I'll do whatever I can to make it happen. And if not, then maybe the thing we do in 2022 is get established a, you know, a queer kinky munch going on, because I know that there's, you know, I know there's people who uh, would like to have taken part in the bar night, but were unable to, uh, both because of age, but also because just not wanting to be around alcohol. So, you know, if we can find a nice, you know, restaurant that's willing to have some people and you know the general rule of munches is you don't you know you don't be too obvious in it it's it's supposed to be that nice introductory space that someone who does want to get you know all wild and kinky mm-hmm. maybe isn't ready for that yet can be around others and get to know people and talk and kind of ease into it or you know it's it's for i think mostly for yeah establishing connections and getting to know people in a non-kink space because I know it's more comfortable for me. I kind of want to know what a person's like before I get involved in that way. Yes. Yeah. I'd, I'd hate to meet someone who's hot 
and we have great chemistry and we get down and then afterwards realize, Oh God, this is not, this is not someone I even want to talk to. <laughs> like, Oh, you know, it's like, wow, they have some really reprehensible <laughs> ideologies there. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, it, it's you with the blue lives matter bumper sticker on the F one fifty in the parking lot. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah. Let's have a, let's have a discussion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, like I saw one of those at Creek Ridge, and I'm like, really, really. Hey, okay. Being yeah. really into cops is a fetish. I have a friend who has yeah, it has an entire uh, uh, Chicago police uniform, except for the actual patches. The patches are just ones that approximate actual Chicago police patches, uh, but aren't the real ones. And he was at IML and a cop was eyeing him. And it's like, so the gun, he's like, no, that's just a fake. And he's like, okay. And he's like, I was kind of wondering. He's like, yeah, it's, I mean, he told him what he was there for. And the guy's like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, those patches are really hard to get. And he's like, yeah, we kind of control that. And it's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and he also has people coming up to him thinking he's a cop and asking for directions or stuff like that. And, <laughs> Like, sorry, can't help you. I, I know Chicago, but not that well. Oh, there's a crime? Well, quick, call somebody. It's like, that no, I'm not. No, this, I'm not a cop. I'm just a pervert. Yes, this is this is just for play. It's like, oh my gosh. But so, you know, I, but that was many years ago. And I'm kind of wondering, it's like, yeah, how, how does that, how does that feel now? It's like, yeah, I can understand. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. No, but, I, I get it. And I actually had, you know, you mentioning that uh, one place actually came to mind. Mm-hmm. I won't name them on air. We can talk about it okay. after. Cool. But um, yeah, it's a place where one of one of the straight groups. Um, I attended a munch there. Okay, I was, um, was going to say, yeah. are we talking munch or are we talking play party? But okay, munch, got it. munch, yeah, got it. yeah, cool, they, cool. They, play, yeah, place for a munch that has yeah i don't think they even have a beer and wine license at this place but um yeah nice place assuming they they survived the pandemic um, yeah that's true i mean and, I, i'm thinking of the place that the, the lansing munch used to meet at is now a uh yeah is now a uh cosmetic store so it's like whoa that was a a, a long fall yeah very that, different very different that's, yeah uh all right. But I mean, yeah, with me, uh, I mean, I have not been having any kind of activity, but you know, for myself, it's, it's a lot of, it's just mood. Um, mm-hmm. there's like, it just, I'm just not in the mood. I know part of that's, you know, I, I hesitate to call it depression because it's not, it's not that deep. It's, it's depressions like, you know, younger sibling. It's like, just, I'm in a mood, there's anxiety, but that's, you know, good old performance anxiety that I feel anytime i'm doing something with other humans <laughs> um so i think just that i'm just like not feeling it and also uh you know just uh self-image because right now i'm the heaviest i've ever been and i don't like it um not that you know i don't find you know larger men attractive it's like there's some very nice chonky boys out there that i'm very fond of um but you know i just know that I, it's not what i personally want to be and for myself it's just a matter of like discipline i've done it before and i know i can do it and i just have not been doing it and that's getting on my nerves and, you know there's people out there like oh but i like you know i like you this size i'm like cool 
I'm glad of that because I like you, your size, and this could be fun, but that doesn't make me feel more sexual. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it, I, I, well, I, the analogy I think of is like when someone says, no, I, I like you the size. I wish you'd stay the size. It's like if you met someone you really, really liked and you clicked and it was you, everything you were looking for, they had, and they were like giving you some good energy and you're really having a good relationship. And they're like, you know, I've really thought about it. And it turns out I'm not as gay as I thought I was. I would like to marry you and be with you forever. Can you go through gender reassignment? And you're like, well, they're still, they're still going to be the same. They're still going to be, you know, the sexy person that you want to fuck, but they're asking you to be something you don't are necessarily. No, I mean, if you yourself are just like coin flip, it's like, okay, gender identity. I don't care. Um, but no, if you are comfortably, you know, in the body you are right now and you didn't feel like changing that's a that's a hard ask <laughs> yeah and so that's the same thing with me it's like hey i like you like this way and i'm like yeah but that's not what i really want so you know that's the the things there so so it's just i just need to get some my house in order in some ways and but you just just not feeling it right now and it's like which i feel bad about because of course there we, we know there's opportunities but it's just like <laughs> I'm like, oh, just not pursuing it. And it's like, yeah, that's just some fine tuning, some stuff that needs to be done. And, but yeah, so so it makes for a boring podcasting from my <laughs> side. But, but I also want to put it out there because it's like, you know, everyone, you know, social media and all that usually is the best of of people's lives. And it's like, nah, sometimes, you know, you're just not feeling it. And you're, you know, hey, you're still valid and good. It's like, if you're not feeling it, just don't do it. <laughs> and yep. that's kind of where I'm at at the moment, I'm afraid. And yep. that's, and it's not a bad thing, but except for you the know. fact that like, I, I would like to be a bit more, uh, you know, in, in the things, you know, in the, in the game, so to speak. So it's like, okay, you know, this is something I need to work on because there's a place I want to be. I'm not quite there. But, you know, I think it's worth the effort of going. So it's like, okay. So yeah. that's just. Yeah, I, and I can. Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. I'm feeling heavy recently myself for, for the first time in a long time. My clothes have started to, to start to feel tight, mm -hmm. which even when I fluctuate weight by a good chunk, my clothes have always seemed to fit the same. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, I'm, I've reached that tipping point and between, you know, Halloween, my birthday, Thanksgiving, and it getting dark so much earlier and colder, you know, I'm not yes. doing the walking that I was doing before um, daylight savings time shifted. And, you know, just being in a work at home position I have a lot less in incidental movement and yeah, I can feel that starting to pile up on me. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, thinking, I got through, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm uh, thinking, you know, been talking about, and I should pull the trigger on, um, it might be on sale, um, like an under desk, uh, exercise, just something uh -huh. to, to keep me moving, to bring my heart rate up a little bit during the day. And, yeah, keep the blood flowing. So I'm just not this lump sitting here talking to well, people can, and eating. I can, and I can feel that too. It's like I definitely feel 
you know, it, it, things a bit stiffer, things a bit sore and just moving and day-to-day stuff. And it's like, nah, you, you, it's that whole thing. Use it or lose it. And it's like, I need to keep the mobility up. So, yep, it's just discipline. It's just doing it. I'm, I'm capable of it. I can, I've done it in the past. You know, there, there comes a point where you're saying, well, just do it. And so for some people, you can't. You know, things happen to your bodies and sometimes you can't be as active as you want to be. So, uh, yeah, but as long as I can, it's like, do it. And it's like, yeah. okay. Right. And on that happy note, let's talk about our I'm favorite happy. sponsor. No. Uh, <laughs> the Butters Hygienics Company, uh, available at getthebutters.com, is our, our favorite and only sponsor right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are Michigan-based, uh, queer POC-owned, um, and just lovely uh, owner and make wonderful products. Uh, this week's featured product is the Lavender Lovers Pack. Celebrate the bounty of lavender with this luxurious ode to an herbaceous legend. Packed with only real lavender flowers and French lavender essential oils. None of that fake floral stuff. Uh, you, There are a couple of packages you can get uh, lavenders, butter, and two bath bombs, and for $26, or you can add a lavender scrub for an additional $10. Instructions, draw a super hot bath, stay safe and comfy, warm is fine, but hot makes more action, drop the bomb in and enjoy. So if you enjoy the scent of lavender and that sort of pampering, you can get this wonderful Lavender's Lovers Pack at getthebutters.com. And be sure to use the promo code Harry to get 15% off your order. And of course, you get free domestic shipping on all orders. Once again, getthebutters.com, promo code Harry. Yeah. And actually, it's not that bad of a segue because I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, great. We're talking about, you know, not not the best coping strategies or mental health issues and just being generally down and then going into uh, but you know honestly self-care is an important step in this and honestly this weekend going around to lots of little tiny shops and just seeing a bunch of creams and bath bombs and all that kind of stuff it's like i'm realizing yeah you know it's like just taking it easy and and pampering yourself and getting yourself something nice can be a major element in taking care of yourself. So yeah, get the butters. It's like a lot, lots of tools there to make yourself feel better. Yeah. So yeah, don't, don't forget yourself. These winter gift giving occasions, get yourself something nice, pamper yourself. You deserve it after this year and last year, previous four years. Yeah. Things have been rough, but, well, I have to admit that there is a, I don't think I mentioned this on there, but I have gone down a dark path uh, where I did download TikTok to my phone. And uh, the dark path is that, wow, they, yeah, they just get you because I've, uh, too many oh, oh, nights yeah. I've just caught myself spending way more time than I should have just looking at stuff. And uh, because the whole reason I got it, and this is the pampering part, um, I was curious about this whole no bones, no bones situation going oh, on. Okay. Noodles. Yeah. Where, Yes, Noodles the Pug, the 13-year-old pug who just some days just doesn't feel like it and doesn't have bones and some days does feel like it and is able to take on the day and his adorable gay owner who films it and then 
gives little affirmations about it. It's like, you know, the days that he, Noodles is not into it, you take your easy, you take it gentle, you be kind to yourself. The days he is into it, you like go for that. And it's like, it, it, it's amusing. And I was hearing about it and like heard of it and like, oh, this is on that TikTok. Okay, I'll load it for that. And and now I'm down a rabbit hole of so many, so much stuff, so many, so many things. <laughs> yeah, I've been on TikTok for a while and yeah, it dialed in really quickly. I'd say within a week at most, mm -hmm. um, I was getting more stuff that I watched all the way through than um, stuff that I would scroll past. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah, I found myself somehow on fur gay furry trucker TikTok is a thing. Oh, okay. And so yeah, I'll just see these guys in Mac trucks in their fursuit going down the road, bopping along to, to some music. And I'm like, cool, neat. Um <laughs> and yeah, one one that I really like, um, she does reaction videos. She's on there as Omaha Cat Lady. And yeah, she, uh, she's a hoot. It, yeah. Mid Midwestern grandma who, uh, often reacts to cooking videos of varying quality. Uh, and will I might have come across her you. myself. Yeah. She's the one who like looks at something being done and she's like, Ooh, what are you cooking? And then yes. she'll, okay. Yes. Hers yeah, that's her opening on, on the, the food okay. reaction videos is yeah. Ooh, okay. See, you cooking? You Omaha cat lady. My first thought was that you're still on the gay furry truckers <laughs> and it was someone who was naming themselves after the gay furry comic Omaha cat dancer, which was, uh, uh, Kate Worley and Reed Walker were the artist, uh, writer on the, uh, on that. And it, it's actually a, a, a well done furry soap opera about this cat who's an exotic dancer and all the, all the, uh, the, situation she gets involved in in Mipple City, I believe, is where it's set. And it w went on for a very long time, and then it stopped for a while, and they had restarted it. But then uh, I believe Kate Worley, the author, passed away. So that mm -hmm. was sad. But it was, I mean, it, for, it was just, it was a soap opera, basically, with occasional sex. And it was like, oh. And like they also soap had, operas? Yeah, yeah, yep. And, uh, but, you know, in this case, it was actual graphic, and it was like, cool. And anthropomorphics. So, Hey, any of you? So I no, this uh, she might be a fan, but it's not part of her TikTok. So <laughs> got it, got it. But yeah, she she's a hoot. Um, yeah, there there are other ones, but uh, either they a lot of the ones that I followed early on, either they got hit with the ban hammer, um, mm. or they decided, or they ran out of creativity. Yeah, there's one. It's called Fenton Firefighter. Um, that was amusing, mm -hmm. uh, but I haven't seen him post in ages. Um, well, ages for TikTok. Haven't seen him post in, in several months. Um, mm -hmm. And then there's another guy who um, has really expressive ears that he can move. And uh, I've seen him more recently, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, there, there's a lot on TikTok. There's a lot to it. Um, and yeah, you can lose hours, one minute 
with just one minute videos over, <laughs> over and over again. So right. yes, yes. I've, I've, I've discovered that about myself. <laughs> well, but just, that's the way I'm about any new thing. I tend to get really into it. And it's like, okay. And suddenly time has gone by. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, be aware of what hour it is. Try not to lose too much sleep to it and try not to do it in traffic and, and you'll be fine. You'll be <laughs> fine. Um, all right, expert portion of the show, something that you won't see on TikTok. Um, because I did get to play with a gentleman who is uncut, who has a foreskin, I would want to talk about how does one approach a, an, an uncut penis? Since uh, it's not, it, it, it's less common here in this country. Um, and you know, people might be a little intimidated or confused by it um yeah one thing you you don't want to do is just you know pull the foreskin all the way back right away and treat it like it's a cut dick um no, no not not so much foreskin's a, a wonderful thing but it's also it's not just skin there there is some muscle there and Different guys will retract different amounts, um, and you should you should let the dick and the foreskin do what it does on its own naturally. Don't try to force it back um, because, yeah, you're you're yanking hard on some guy's dick, and and he's not going to <laughs> really appreciate that. And I know uh, some foreskins are very tight, so pulling it back over the head could be an undertaking and some stretching that it might not be really up for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the foreskin also, itself. Me, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I guess another no, no would probably be seeing the foreskin as just like being a wad of chewing gum and, and gnawing on it. I mean, maybe for some guys, but in general, you shouldn't probably, because <laughs> that's why when I have something in my mouth, it's just like, Ooh, it, the consistency and the feel of like, you know, a lot of <laughs> chewing gum. So I just should start noshing on it. It's like, maybe not. It, it, not nosh, but yeah, gentle nibbling, you know, treating it as another sensitive portion of the body. You know, treat it, treat it more like a, a scrotum than, than say the, the head of the dick. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's there. It's sensitive. It may like to get played with. Um, and also the fact that someone with a foreskin, uh, the head of the dick will be much more sensitive because, you know, that's the one trouble with uh, being circumcised. Well, among many others, but <laughs> one trouble with uh, circumcision is it suddenly this, the head of the dick, which is just so sensitive, is suddenly exposed all the time. So constant rubbing against clothing and just being out there and drying out uh, that's, you know, just this, I mean, there's a lot of nerve endings in foreskin itself too. So not mm -hmm. only you lost that feeling, but yeah, you kind of desensitize the tip of your dick. And so a guy who still, you know, is, has a foreskin. Yeah. Uh, you know, be aware because that, that head has a lot more sensitivity and just response to it than otherwise. Yeah. Do a bit of chew on it myself. Um, and I found that the underside of, uh, uncut dicks the the frenulum tends to be very tends to be an extra sensitive spot um that that deserves um 
attention and awareness. Um, yeah, could end up being too sensitive, but yeah, that that little G string, I've I've heard it called. Um, yeah, is a wonderful spot. Yeah, yeah wonderful uncut. It it will pull back naturally as the gentleman gets harder and yeah, just just thinking about why I didn't just sliding my tongue in around to um, taste all of the pre that I was squeezing out of the nice puppy. Uh, that was pleasant and tasty. Uh, and you know, like with most sexual things, when in doubt, ask. Yeah, I mean, your partner has had you know, has many years of experience giving himself pleasure and, you know, ask him what he likes, how he likes it. I mean, and, you know, come from a place of loving curiosity. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. If there's something you want, want to try, you know, it does not hurt to say, Hey, have you done this before? And they're like, no. And it's like, would you like to, and then go from there. Yeah. Oh, uh, ideally, enthusiastic uh, affirmation is the best thing to yes. go for. It's, you know, it, you know, good old consent. It's like if they're like, uh, "No, yeah. I haven't," and would you like try it? Uh, yeah. maybe. Not yeah. very enthusiastic. So it's like, well, just come back to me when and you know, yeah. once you put that idea. No, if you're like, "Oh, I really want to do this to this dick," and mm -hmm. they're like, eh, "Not too sure." The nice thing is, just because I've said, uh, "That's that's basically a no." But it's right. a no that you've put the seed of it in their mind. And it's like, huh, maybe I do yeah. really want to try that. And so the next time it'd be like, you know that thing you mentioned? Yeah, let's try that. It's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that reminds me of, you know, something I heard on another kink podcast. Um, it, it was coming at, coming at kink with the attitude of, if it's not hell yes, it's a no at least for that day. Yeah. Um, which um, I, I have to say, though, doesn't work for, for everybody. Um, one guy that I play with, right, kinky bastard, but he doesn't give a hell yeah to anything. Hmm. Um, it, it, he, that, that's not his style. Um, so, yeah, that that took a bit of <laughs> figuring out. Um, but yeah, in general, a, a, a safe bet is you want not just consent, but enthusiastic consent. You're like, yes, I'd love to do that. Yes, please. Because um, so. I found out that, yeah, there's, you might miss out on some things if you, you know, if the person really wanted it, but they're just not communicative enough. Um, but chances are you're going to have another chance in the future. Mm -hmm. Someone you know, uh, because that's what happened with me. I had a chance to do a threesome with this couple. One guy was really into it, and the other was very like, just did not seem into it at all. And I'm like, oh, is this that kind of situation? So I begged out, did not participate. Then later, talking to the guy who just didn't show any real enthusiasm, was like, oh no, I really wanted to do that. I'm like, okay, and then we did, and it was like, okay, um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, but the opportunity was still there. Uh, I know, you know, and the, you know, I, my feeling is like, well, if it's a chance you're with someone, you're never going to see them again. And there's not enthusiastic. Well, then that was their trouble for not asking for what they really want in the life. And you move on to the next. Um, but I also feel like I'd rather have the, 
well, no, I'd rather have the missed opportunity of, you know, passing by something I wasn't sure about than mm-hmm. having the awkwardness of going somewhere where you're not wanted. Yeah. You know, yeah. The balance of that is like, no, 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 no. You know, I, if, if they're not really into it, then that's might, might not just be not fun for them. It might actually be very bad for them. And it's like, no, I don't want to be party to that. So it's like, yep, that's why I like the enthusiastic. Yes. Yeah. Get that. Rawr. All right. Um, crafting non-existent um did did some cooking for uh for thanksgiving um but yeah not so much knitting or crochet i i did a good amount because uh, well the cooking um like i said uh there's this oh what would it be called uh uh um tradition that i do with my family Mm -hmm. i would always go to this bar where they make this old-fashioned eggnog-ish kind of drink called a tom and jerry well Mm -hmm. the bar that we go to closed (laughs) it's like uh i think a combination uh possibly covid but also i think the people who owned it were very old and was like yeah it's it's time um uh so no tom and jerry's at this place uh so it's like well let's look that up so found the recipe and and uh my mom had one recipe i had another we tried both and uh well i think she had some issues with her and some of the measuring i think someone went awry so i like mine much better and yeah so so yay we did that um a lot of work for two drinks basically but at least we did it uh the other thing was uh crafting wise i took a uh uh, crochet class and so now have a bit more uh skill down with uh making you uh, crocheting in the round and it it's not uh was it i always get it wrong uh amaguri amagurami amagurami, amagurami. thank you that and J- the japanese rope work shibari shibari yeah okay those two words i always <laughs> fuck up um but no okay amagurami uh i thought it was amagurami and like maybe little tiny uh you know little tiny doll things no it's a bit bigger it'll you know the end product will be more of a kind of it's the the uh the child from the mandalorian and so it's it's the the end doll is a bit more life-size but uh, i'm learning you know crocheting in the round increasing decreasing all those lovely skills that will be useful but most importantly i'm kind of learning how to read patterns so mm-hmm. all these stupid crochet books i've been buying hoping that they'd be the one to finally be able to figure it out um between a hat class a granny square class now this class i i feel a lot more confident with crochet and <laughs> we'll see i i just need to finish a project now three <laughs> classes i've taken I've yet to finish a project and it's like ah oh, dear so don't have my hat done about a third of the way in that mostly have a granny square get done, but I fucked up on one side. So I got to figure that out. And then this one, well, it, it's funny because there's a lot of parts to this one and it was supposed to be a two week class, like two sessions. And we we're like, the teacher's like, yeah, this is going to take three at least. And yeah. like, okay. <laughs> so there's a surprise, you know, so this week I have to do a lot of work on some, just the basics and get some arms and ears done, but it's like, yay, I'm crafting. And it's like, cool. And the trouble is like, Oh, where to find the time? Shoot. (laughs) Uh, Upcoming events. Uh, First Friday uh, is coming up and will be the Friday after this drops. No. Um, And then on the fifth is the next um, Detroit bondage club in exile. Mm -hmm. Um, 
We'll see. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Energy just isn't the same um, at that. Maybe if uh, if more people want to come along and experience it, I'll throw a, a car full together. Otherwise, eh, I may stay home because oh, I could see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so many things we have coming up that need need attention and work. Uh, but you know, it's, again, having kind of a smaller, lower energy could be good for you know someone not quite sure yet. If you know, like a a beginning session, it's like, hey, you know, it's a bit more controlled. Not quite a a house full of guys all hot and horny and and things happening in every corner. I think that that scares some guys. But you know, this you know could be just the right thing for certain people. But yep. And then the 10th and 11th is Lansing Out's holiday concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's going to be a thing. Um, it, well, it's coming up very fast. I'm like, oh, God, oh, God. Again, yeah. that's something that needs work. Um, I mean, the big thing is it's very different. There are no more concerts. Uh, it's more of a suggested donation at the mm-hmm. door. Uh, also, uh the uh, the big thing is you need to reserve tickets online, so yes. go to, go to the website to pick which night you're coming and say how many tickets you're you're and I guess you have to give a credit card, but not necessarily to pay for the tickets on the spot. It's more of a confirmation thing, and then you decide how much you want to pay and either, I guess either pay on the site or give us money at the at the door. Uh, right. So that's very different. Yeah. So yeah, if you do want to attend, because we are having to limit capacity, um, which yeah, I'm I'm kind of surprised we didn't have like numbered tickets before. Um, so yeah, no standing room only at this concert. Um, go to lansingout.com um, and you'll be able to reserve your your tickets. Um, not reserve seating, but yeah, get. Um, be part of the hundred for each night that we are able to entertain in person. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd love to see you there. Um, and, you know, cause it, we like having an audience to perform to uh, mm-hmm. if there's no audience, it's just another rehearsal, which is not nearly as fun. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Come on out. Um, and we will be um, yeah, part of the money that we raise will be going to the Salas Center um, to help them uh, in these difficult times. So, yeah. Um, and on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to sir.arcane at harryprone.com or lansing.mike at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, Sewers of Paris, Gayish, Linoleum Knife, and Off the Cuffs. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We are your hosts, Sir Kane and Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night.